Psalm 51. All of you should know that when the words are uttered, Psalm 51, it's the prayer of confession and repentance of David for his sins of adultery and murder. And what a thorough confession it was. And what a good one for us to look to when we want to know how we ought to pray when we're confessing great sins. But the point I want for us to take from these words today are their relationship to the presence of the Spirit of God in a life. This is a man who values the Spirit of God and who wants the Spirit of God yet with him, who does not want that Spirit taken away from him, who understands that the presence of that Spirit results in gladness and joy. And when that Spirit is gone, those things disappear as well. So as I read it to you, think upon its words and the relationship of this man to the Spirit of God. Let me read verses 11 and 12 first, then I'll read the whole psalm to you. Because this is what I want you to be thinking. David knew he stood in risk of God taking his spirit from him. Not completely, he would still be a born-again man. But he had greatly grieved and quenched and offended God, the Holy Spirit. He had seen in his life the Holy Spirit taken from King Saul. And the dire consequences in that man's life. He knew this very personally. More on that to come. Psalm 51, verse 11. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Amen. Amen. When the Holy Spirit is grieved, you have a joyless life. When the Holy Spirit is grieved, God's presence is not with you in that wonderful way that it can be when the Holy Spirit is not grieved. And you can be upheld by God's free spirit so that you do not fall down. Even though there are great sins in your life, you can confess them and God will hold you up. A righteous man falls seven times and the Lord lifts him up again. The wicked fall and there's no recovery. Hear the words of the Lord. Psalm 51. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me throughly from mine iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me against thee, Thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness. That the bones 
which thou hast broken, may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. O God, thou wilt not despise. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shalt thou be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offering and whole burnt offering. Then shall they offer bullocks upon thine altar. Amen and amen. Amen. Open my lips. Restore my heart. Clean up my insides. Teach me wisdom. Heal the bones that you've broken. Give me joy and gladness back. Don't leave me, is the prayer of a righteous man. Though sinning greatly, there is great forgiveness with the Lord. When you meet someone who isn't thankful, he doesn't have the Spirit of God, or he has greatly grieved the Spirit of God. When you meet a complainer and a whiner, he is not a child of God by all the evidence. Because a man who has the Spirit of God is full of joy and gladness with a thankful heart and his lips want to praise God. David was grieving over the fact that his sin had dried up his life. And he hadn't been praising God like he was known for his entire life. And he wanted God to forgive him his sins, clean up his heart, and open his lips. And he said, if you'll open them again like they once were open, I will use them to praise you. I will use them to teach your word. I will use them to convert sinners unto you. I've been wasting away. For the months that I've lived in this sin, under your heavy hand of chastening, I know the psalm. And every one of you should know the psalm. These words are so true. When the Lord leaves you, He lets leanness into your soul. When the Lord leaves you, praise leaves your lips. Teaching leaves your lips. No one's converted. But there is forgiveness with the Lord that he may be feared. And there is full and free forgiveness with the Lord for those who confess their sins like this. I don't want to take this, this psalm deserves so much time and attention to each clause. However, I want you to remember this is an inspired prayer of a man who was afraid of losing the Spirit of God like he had seen his predecessor lose him, and he did not want that to happen, who describes the consequences of having that Spirit grieved by our sins and wanted that lifted from him, that chastening hand of God, so that he could rejoice again, his lips would open up, and he could praise and sing and worship God. And he knew what it started with. It started with a broken and a contrite heart. It didn't start with coming to church. 
God could not care less that you're in church. In fact, I want to tell you a secret. This is the worst place that you could possibly be on the Lord's day unless your heart is right with God. Right. Because you coming into his house, he wants to know what in the world you are doing here since you don't really care about him and his things. He calls it a stench and he hates it. So I give you a warning. If you don't find in this psalm in your heart, you're so messed up, go watch cartoons on Sunday morning. It'd be safer for you. He will judge hypocrites because a hypocrite is a liar against the Holy Ghost. Your presence in here is a lie if you don't love these things and love this spirit of David and love the Holy Spirit that he was praying for. Let us all fear and tremble before this great God. But if you've confessed your sins, then you need not fear and tremble. You can come boldly into his presence and ask for a double portion of that spirit. You can lift up your voice and praise him. You can sing and show forth his praise. That's what we ought to be doing. Thank you, Lord, for telling us about David's great sins. And then giving us David's great prayer of confession. And then showing us that you forgave him and used him mightily again in his life. And he praised you and he wrote quite a few psalms after Psalm 51, didn't he? Bless his holy name. He's a great God. He's a forgiving God. And we do not want to lose his presence nor his spirit. We want that joy and gladness restored that has been taken away because our bones are broken by his chastening hand. I hope Psalm 51 takes on a little different light in that you look at it and see David's fear of losing the Holy Spirit and how you pray that it will not happen. And the consequences of having lost that spirit, he lost his joy and vitality toward the Lord. He was looking to get it back and he was going to use it. May the Lord be praised. Amen.